Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Chauncey Show, where we're always right never left on your host, Before we begin the show tonight, as we always do, I want to send out prayers to all of those who have lost friends and family members with this unfortunate disease, COVID-19. We also want to thank all of the frontline workers, police, fire, EMS, doctors, nurses, even the pharmacy, gas station attendants, grocery store people. You know, we take all of these things for granted, and we have to be thankful that they're putting their lives on the delay day every day to give us a normal life. So we keep them in our prayers. We thank them all for their service, and we hope that they'll be able to continue to do the things they do for our community. <clears throat> Tonight I'm very excited to have on the show an individual I met recently through another dynamic individual, Representative uh, Vernon Jones uh, out of Georgia. This gentleman that I have on my show tonight is a businessman. He's an entrepreneur, and he is a very exciting person to listen to, and he's going to bring some dynamic things not only to the state of Tennessee but to the country. And I'm very honored and proud to have the U.S. congressional candidate, <clears throat> Quincy McKnight, running for Tennessee Congress out of the 5th Congressional District on the Chauncey Show. Welcome. Thank you, Chauncey. I appreciate it. You know, just give my audience a little, you know, you have such an extensive background going over your bio. Uh, share, you know, with my audience a little bit about yourself, uh, a little bit about your business, and, you know, how you got to the point to run as a candidate for Congress. <clears throat> Sure thing, and excuse the noise in the background as well. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm Quincy McKnight from Nashville, Tennessee, born and raised, bred in the South. Um, I have an extensive background uh, working in the Nashville market, Middle Tennessee market, uh, per se. That um, I've, which prompted me to run for 
this congressional seat because I knew the change and everything that needed to come with that. Um, but I do have a business there in Nashville, one um, office in Atlanta as well. Um, and we are Covenant Pay Partners. We are a fintech organization uh, where we're serving globally for payment processing. So um, I am a father, and I'm also of um, father, brother, sister. Uh, I've got a huge family there in Middle uh, Tennessee. <laughs> so uh, I'm just a you know country boy, just trying to do the right thing. <laughs> you know, I think that when you said country boy, that's it at all. That got my vote right away. <laughs> yes, sir. Because we know what comes with country boy, good cooking, good food, respect, you know, all the things that you just mentioned. And we want to thank you for wanting to stand up for the people of Tennessee by running for Congress and, and representing oh, I, yeah. that, that state. Talk about some yes, of the sir. challenges. Talk about some of the challenges uh, that you face uh, in your district and in Tennessee at the present moment that you'd like to try to confront and address? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, just to name a few, uh, one of the few things, we, we I'm going to be going up against a gentleman that uh, existing incumbent that has been in office for 32 years. So, you know, looking at his report card, looking at his voting records, look at what he's done for you know, the community, the city of Nashville and Middle Tennessee as a whole, um, I feel like it could do better. Um, and with a couple of the, the issues, with when you have a growing economy, when you have a growing state such as Tennessee, uh, you guys, you know, you hear the growth that's occurring right in Nashville. Everybody, if you're not moving to Texas, you're moving to Nashville, you know. So, um <clears throat> You know, so so with that being said, you you've got to be proactive. You know, we got to have leadership that's proactive and and that's aware of what the people are asking for uh, as far as when it comes to leadership and growth and 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 trying to keep traditional family values is where where we're trying uh, trying to stay focused on, uh, especially in the South, man. So we're the Bible Belt, you know. So and I and I so I stick stick and hold true to my values. Amen. Yes, you are in the Bible Belt, and uh, I'm sure, like many others in the Bible Belt, have very deep religious uh, convictions. Since you brought up the Bible Belt and convictions, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, you put me in that box, so I got to come out with a, a yeah, question. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about the Equality Act and the amendments that they want to make that is before Congress? right now well if you if you follow me on social media and any um you've kind of seen where i stand with a couple of things and i believe that um and i'm I'm gonna keep it very simple and 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 let me put this as a disclaimer i don't judge anyone okay um Mm -hmm. what a person chooses to do with their life or with their bodies or whatever that's between them and god um however what i believe my values what i will uh continue to to uh promote is man and woman. Uh, if you were born a man, you were a man. You will always be a man. If you were born a woman, you will always be a woman. Um, I, I, you know, and I, do I believe in gender equality? Yeah, I believe in equality, of course. And I will never discriminate, you know, especially being an African-American man. So I will never discriminate uh, anyone. Um, but when it comes to uh, attacking my manhood, when you're attacking the traditional uh, uh, 
family makeup of how we were created, then that's where I have the issues. And so anytime you're you're trying to remove anytime that there's an opportunity to remove the man from the home or or and replace the man with <laughs> with other uh alternatives um to me it's you we're going to have some a lot of issues especially uh in my world. Well, I'm going to say our world uh because I'm extremely faithful. Um I happen to be Jewish by religion. Wow. Uh yeah, I'm a black Republican Jew, so I got three strikes against me. Um, <laughs> the the listen, I, you know, I don't discriminate against anyone either. Uh, I, I might be a few years older than you. I, I find it very troubling. I grew up in the '60s. I was aware of Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. But my point being is, is that when we talk about the Equality Act, in my perspective. You're talking about identity politics. And when you talk about religion and what we believe in, those two are not supposed to mix. And it undermines Martin Luther King's message about judge me by the content and the character of my being, not even the color of my skin. And now this country is using sexuality as a right. How is your sexuality oh, yeah. a right? Now I'm not running for office, so I can come from a different perspective. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I would believe. You know, I I, I want to believe. I want people to know that, you know, I am what I am, and and I am a representative of you. If Amen. that makes sense. Amen. And and Amen. so and 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 I don't want to be perceived any other way. Um, so when you take any time you start to take religion out of our constitution and you replace it with socialism and injustices, then yes, we are going down a wrong, horrible path. Um, That is not, and right now with the existing administration, that's where we're headed. It seems like, Um, especially with the gender issues that currently uh, that the Biden administration is, is trying to uh, put in front of us and force it down our throats. Yeah. I mean, I have two daughters, um, I don't want them going to the bathroom with a man. But but politics doesn't care about that, apparently. They don't care about how we feel morally. And that's the problem I have with politics on a national level and, and as a whole. You know, and I, I mentioned uh, the other day, or I might have posted on my blog, about that these politicians forget when they put their hand on the Bible, you're not only swearing allegiance to the Constitution, but you're swearing allegiance to the book that you're putting your hand on. And I pray for those individuals that want to challenge God's law because your day is at hand and will come. Now, I'm not a preacher or anything. I just believe in his word. And I have testimony I could talk about another time that God is real. And if you reap reap what you sow, so, uh, you know, I, I am... It almost makes me extremely humble and sad in the direction that the politics plays from the left on the socialist agenda because, you know, it's not going to turn well for you. Yes. And that's how deep my faith – go ahead, please. No, I was going to say, and and we have a broken society, though, man. It's it's broken. And when you got broken people trying to run a broken society – it's going to, it's going to continue to be broken. 
And it's kind of like everything that they want to do, every socialistic idea they want to throw up in there, and they hope it sticks. Um, and that's just not how our country was founded. It, it wasn't. And, you know, it just I was in school in the 60s, and we still had prayer in the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, I bring that up because I hope that when you get into Congress that they should bring back prayer. And I'm not talking about trying to force Christianity or Judaism. Right. Or Islam, right? But there should be a point of prayer in the school for all those who have faith. Correct. And we should have Correct. the pledge of allegiance. So, if when you do get to Congress, if you can help to do one thing. Oh, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that's that's one thing. Yeah, that's one thing. With me being a father, I, I mm-hmm. tell you, um, I am going. I'm going in with them in mind because that's our next generation coming behind us, and 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 I. I there's nothing in the world that wouldn't make me happier to see things turned around. Now, I do. I am a believer in the history of repeating itself, so I kind of think that's what we're going through right now. Uh, if you look at historical landmarks uh, and landmines, uh, we are repeating the history and the historical things that have already occurred in the past. Um, and so, and you had brought up something too that minded, reminded me, and I'm not turning this into a Bible show or anything like that. Why but, not? We, I serve God you know, first. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, I, we I, do. I serve, I serve God first. So if it's yeah, going to be a Bible yeah. show, it's a Bible show. Because when well, I mean, part of being a conservative name, is, yeah. I am, I am present. So, you yeah. know, like I said, yeah, I well, wear Part of my, being a conservative, <laughs> you got yeah, to hold it hold true to your, your values, man. So. Absolutely. And I wear my face on my sleeve. I am proud yeah. to be the son of the most high. And I try to yeah. speak highly of him every chance I get because, you know, uh, just a brief testimony, he saved my life. He did not let me go. So I will always speak highly and I will always try to bring up my father because of not only the wonderful things that he has done for me, but he also chastised me like a son that he loved. So I'm I very passionate. That. I'm very passionate about talking about my father. He brought me out of prison. He brought me out of homelessness. He brought me out of drugs and rehab. So yes, I have wow. a story to tell, and that's why I'm here today to speak and be a messenger for my father. And these are the people Amen. I like to have on my show, like yourself, that are spiritual based, morally based. We don't need politicians in office any longer. We need people right. with a moral backbone who's yeah. going to stand yeah. up for what is right and not for what's popular. And yeah. that well, that's why people, yeah. and that's what you stand for, and that's why you're on my show. <clears throat> hey, well, I appreciate that, and and that's why people didn't understand Trump, you know, President exactly. Trump, uh, uh, to this day, because he was not a normal politician. He he didn't he didn't fit the establishment. And, and but he came in. He saw the vision for America. He wanted to make the country great again. I mean, I don't know, understand why people have this issue with him. And I'm not going to flip the topic on him. Um, but um, I've been having to talk about it all day. And uh, but one thing I will say is he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew it exactly what he was going to be faced with. And he was just trying to make things right. I don't care what anybody else has to say. <laughs> hey, Quincy, you know something without question, and, you know, just to sidebar for a second, 
as black conservatives, you and I, yes, we should make it about Trump to debunk the left's narrative that he's a racist. Oh, yeah. See, see, you know, the left and the Democrats put identity politics garbage. I've, I've known, I live in the Northeast. I've known of Donald Trump all of my life. I remember when he hung out with uh, with Jesse Jackson. I remember when he hung out with all of those guys, with Mike Tyson. I remember when yeah. when Donald Trump had a girlfriend for two years that was African-American. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, I have a memory. But, you know, it, it seems like in politics, and the left always tries to flip the script to try to make someone, try to paint someone that isn't. God put Donald Trump in office. That's why they can't figure it out. It's God's time. He's bringing his people together for his purpose. And we know yeah. that when you stand up with your father, you will be chastised. You will be crucified. Okay? Because oh, that, yeah. comes, oh, yeah. that comes with being faithful. We know this. And just like you talked right. about now, that today is being repeated. Absolutely. Revelations in the book talks about the, the times that are at hand. And as a matter of fact, oh, yeah. I, was reading, I was reading a verse yesterday that my father was telling me, do not be worried that these things that you will witness will not come to harm you. So wow. I'm good. And I pray for others to get good. You know, yes. so, you know, it's a blessing you know, to be able to do this show. It's a blessing to speak about my father. And we need this in this country today. The moral compass for this country is out of control. This is more important. The moral compass of this country and getting it aligned is more important than politics and policy. We're going to lose a country from being unfaithful. And it's already been written. Right, you and know, it's going to continue to hurt a little bit more before we get better. Amen. Amen. You know, in our last few minutes, this has been an awesome show, and I'm looking forward to having you come back on again. Yeah, uh, we can talk about policy about... next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> hey, Quince, you know something? I was going to ask if you had a few more minutes to talk about maybe a five-point plan of some policies. <laughs> but I'm excited about the show that we've had today, and I'm really looking forward to spending a lot more time with you, you know, over the next year and a half uh, as you're running for office. Do, do you want to share uh, anything else <laughs> about maybe some policies? Well, I, don't much, I know your time is crunched. Have yeah, um, yeah, I've got a, yeah, I've got a, another interview coming up here, um, but I will say that our campaign is we're, what we're focused on right now, and this is what we're wanting to do really is set an example in the Republican Party of how a campaign should be and, and will be ran, uh, because yes. we have a very we're, we're going to have a very tight old machine, uh, and, and we're running it almost like we run our business, you know, um, yes. and and so but but what all we're doing is literally taking um, our opportunities and con- and converting them uh to to believers and 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 when i say believers meaning believers in we can do this meaning they're they're excited about new things uh there's new voter, voters out here um that have never voted before that we're trying to get on 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 letting them see the conservative values and understand what they mean um and we're, so we're our grassroots is we're hitting the ground hard pretty hard um 
And again, having different faces, new faces, being African-American, you know, as a conservative, you know, that alone, and more and more mm-hmm. people are popping up around. The, um, and so it's kind of almost like spreading the good, the good word, you know? Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, you know, so, so, so we're just out here working hard, man. And I, I don't want to act like that. I'm better than anybody else out here just because I'm running, running Congress and, and all that. I, I just, I'm just a simple guy that wants to see things done the right way and, and the moral way. And I don't want any of the socialistic things uh, flowing over into any of my kids. And and that's and I'm gonna keep my household that way. So um, I don't care what Nancy Pelosi tries to throw down the, uh, the the canister here. But and you know, and I'll say this too, uh, uh, and we can talk about this next time because more information is coming out about it. But do you know that the the, the Democratic Party, Nancy Pelosi, them, um, they were talking about today how they're getting ready to change up uh, um, religious. Uh, the Religious Freedom Act. Uh, if you are a 501c3 organization, and we all know that majority of the churches, the black churches in the black communities across this country to have daycares, to have elderly care facilities, they all receive some sort or, uh, or, or grant or benefit from the government. Well, in that case, and this is where I want people to wake up, especially our black folks out here that are listening, it's time to wake up. Because what is happening is they are getting ready to attack our black churches in every black community that's uh, 501c3 granted. And if you have a transgender or a person of the uh, or a gay or, or, or LGBTQ community, whatever they label themselves as, and if they have a desire to be in leadership and you deny them leadership qualities based upon that church's beliefs, you will lose your 501c3 status which will affect the daycares, the elderly cares, any other thing that they have running. I just want to add one thing to that dynamic statement you just made. It contradicts everything that when they put their hand on the Bible that it stands for by doing that. And that's, oh, yeah. the, sad, oh, yeah. and that's, and that's the sad part when people claim to be of faith, but their action display otherwise I really pray for those people because God will not be mocked. You will reap what you sow. And it's sad, you know, that this is happening. But like you said, it's supposed to happen. We're supposed to witness this and understand the times that we're in. And I want to say thank you so much for standing up for what is right morally. Oh, yeah, and I appreciate that. And and I just want our black pastors out here to stand up and not be afraid to look at the facts. Let's, let's, it's kind of like what I've been saying on our campaign trail. You know, we're running as a matter-of-fact campaign. Well, we need to mm-hmm. keep that as a matter-of-fact in the church as well. You know, once the churches started accepting government money, the churches became political entities, and they engaged in politics. That is one of the sad parts about the 501c3s, as I've witnessed over the past 55 years, is that then they engage in politics, which really goes against your 501c3, okay, yeah. to, 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 to participate in politics. But the churches have to find a way to come up out of that because yeah. the, the churches are becoming, at least up north, 
are becoming too political. Yes. And it's yes. and it's hurting and it's hurting our communities. Yeah. Well, I don't know if your belief where your belief standard says you know with, with when it comes to church and state, but to me, I don't think that they need to be separated. And here's why. I'm using and I'll and I'll go biblical on you. Romans 13 talking about the sovereignty, the sovereignty of the people, and the sovereignty of the land. And so, and then you get a chance, you go back and you read Romans 13, and and you read those key words of what that means. Because again, our country was founded upon principles, on Judeo-Christian values. Yes. And it was founded in the belief, the strong belief of God. And I believe that church should be above, not church in and of itself, but the concept of church above the state. But that's where we, you know, even church on a larger level has become political versus serving. But, yeah, those are big challenges that we face. Correct. Very, very big challenges. And I'm glad that you mentioned because I was unaware about the 501c3s with the churches as of late of what they were trying to do. Now, was that built into the Equality Act as well, or they're just trying to amend it to the Religious Freedom Act? Yeah, it's under the Religious Freedom Act, but they're also trying to incorporate it. Um, It's part of – I know it was under the Equality Act as well. So I read both of those two bills. Um, I don't have the information in front of me at the moment to be precise, but it it is – and we've got to restart – and that's another thing. African Americans, we've got to start reading these bills to the entirety and understand what legislation is being passed in our own communities because we got folks that are up here talking for us and they don't live in our communities. They ain't never been black. They don't understand. They ain't got black friends, but they up here want to make decisions for black folks. That's what I don't understand. But yet, we got black folks that will run behind them, raising their flags, tooting their horns, and all they want is they vote. So, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule today to come on the Chauncey Show because I know before the show you were extremely busy in getting ready for uh, another event. Please share with my audience if they want to volunteer, donate, contribute, uh, or how they can reach you to follow you. Sure. Please please share that information. Yeah, Yeah, well, our, um, our campaign website will be up. Uh, over the next three days at the end of, I'm actually currently at CPAC right now. And so at the end of CPAC, our website will go live. And so, uh, but it will be uh, mcknightforcongress.com is what it will be. So, um, And we will follow up as well, informing my audience of that development. Plus, you know, we're going to have you back on the show again. Uh, to talk about policy issues and the Bible again. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. I look forward to it. I do. Uh, but, no, it was really a pleasure and honor to have you on. Uh, I think that we covered a lot of ground in a short period of time. And I wish you the, <laughs> I wish you the best of luck. And uh, congratulations on being a speaker at CPAC as well. Yes, sir. And uh, have a great time, and we look forward to um, having you on next time. Thank you so much, uh, Quincy, Thank for you, standing up for the American people and, and being on the show today. God bless you and your family. Thank you. Appreciate you. Okay, take care. Right. You're listening 
You're listening to The Chauncey Show. We're always right, never left. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. We were honored and proud to have in the studio today businessman, entrepreneur, and candidate for Tennessee Congress, Mr. Quincy McKnight, talking about some of the challenges that we face in the country. We did talk about morality and religion a little bit, which, of course, that's probably the main backbone of our conservatism is our religious values and freedoms as well as our First Amendment, Second Amendment, Fourth Amendment, we go on and on. Uh, to follow The Chauncey Show, uh, you can follow us at our website, at The Chauncey Show. You're more than welcome to subscribe to us, and we'll provide you with updates on our shows. <clears throat> you can follow us on Facebook at The Chauncey Show. We're on Parlor The Chauncey Show. We're on LinkedIn, The Chauncey Show. Uh, however, uh, you can just go to thechaunceyshow.com and follow us. Also, if you want to follow me, Chauncey Brown, the host, uh, I'm on Facebook at New York. Uh, actually, I'm on Facebook as Right Talk Radio host. I'm on Twitter uh, as New York Talk Radio host. I'm on Parlor as Chauncey I. Brown the uh, Third. I'm also on Gab. Um, but you know, if you go to my website, ChaunceyIBrownTheThird.com, you can. Uh, find all of my social media sites. We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in tonight. Please join us every Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 o'clock where we keep it right, keep it real. Uh, and next week on Tuesday, we have uh, coming up Vernon Jones, who is the Georgia House representative, who was a Democrat turned Republican and spoke at the Republican National Convention. So Vernon is going to be in the studio next Tuesday, and we're excited to hear from from him. He's probably at CPAC as well. Um, So please make sure you you tune in and and look for our updates. Um, We want to also take a moment to thank all of those this week uh, who have uh, donated to the Chauncey Show. Uh, We posted a list up on our website. Uh, thanking all of those uh, contributors. We only use the first letter and last name uh, out of respect for them to keep them semi-anonymous. If you would like to contribute uh, and donate to the Chauncey Show, we'd appreciate it because we do this at no charge. This is all volunteer, but this a donation will help us to continue to get our message out and to expand our reach across the nation on Speaking Truth to Power. You can... Um, Make your contribution and donation at PayPal. PayPal me, The Chauncey Show. We would appreciate any amount, $5, $10, whatever you could afford, will help us to continue this work on behalf of the American people. We want to thank you for tuning in. Have a good evening. God bless you all, and good night. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, By providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too. And with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. 
University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max.